Fire up that Walkman. It's time for Scale and Shadow, a Dungeon World actual play inspired by movies, music, and D&D modules of the 1980s. Brought to you by This American Dice. The Golden Age is long over. Whether by cruel kings, savage beasts, or unwise wizards wielding forgotten magics too great to be contained, dark times are upon us. The only hope for a comfortable life is to delve into what ruins remain to plunder the treasures of our ancestors, to sell to the greedy and the foolish. Be warned. As it flies to a candle, the worst monsters are drawn to the brightest lights, and no one is left to save you in the darkness. The heroes of legend have died long ago. All that remains is scale and shadow. Just for Jacob's sake, because I definitely remember 100% Yeah, that's me a long time. Could you describe... Could you describe... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Could you describe, describe uh, this night? My whole, me and my, me and my <laughs> patriots. So, let's, let's go through like, what happened before. So, last session, when we first got into town, I met somebody called Ren. She's a, uh, like an apothecary for the town. That's what I meant by optimist. Yeah. Yeah. And she, uh, she was like, oh, hey, we need to find my father because he's, he's disappeared. So I was like, cool, I'll help you out. Um, and I was like, let's go meet up with my patriots. And we went over to the Golden Grain Inn. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, <laughs> the Golden Corral. The yeah. Golden Corral. We went to the Golden Corral, and and when we got there, Castor had been waiting for some X hours, and he had just been yeah. slammed. Like he just been drinking the whole yeah, time. Yeah, everybody, everybody showed up in this town, and I was like, I don't want to be here. I'm just going to sit in the... I'm just going to hang out in this inn, have some drinks till you're done with your stuff, and we can go. So Castor just got to the inn, this inn, and just was like, all right, and just drank a bunch. Yeah, and he thought, he thought it was going to be like 30 minutes, and we were like, you know, caught up doing other things yeah. for like hours. five hours. Yeah. And so he got a little messed up in the meantime. Um, but I told Ren that, oh, hey, my friends are staying in this inn. I'm going to go over there to stay with them. And she was like, you can't be there. That place is horrible. Evil. Like, can't stay there. So I was like, alright, I'll get all my guys out. And I went over there, and Castor was very drunk. Mm-hmm. And Quan didn't want to listen to me. Quan really wanted to, like, stay at this inn. Like, for some reason, he was like, oh, I need to be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I kind of just left him there, to be honest. They didn't want to leave. This man was really drunk, and I wasn't going to like bring him around everywhere. But before I left, he said something about that there was another man in another bar somewhere. That he'd been, been mad at him. It was important. There's somebody else in another bar. And I was like, wow, interesting. There's another man in another bar. Who would have thought? Yeah. I think the wording was like, it's very similar to you doing the same thing. And I was like, okay. Uh, Selengar went to the other bar and found Sir Edric the Bloodhound. This knight in full plate armor. With this big sword on his back and just sour as heck. Didn't want anything to do with anybody. So I introduced myself. I bought him a few drinks. And he was like, all right, I guess you're fine. And apparently he came to this town because he sensed a great evil here that he wanted to get rid of. Um, But that was Solengar's wonderful adventure last time. And now it's time for me to find my friends. I think I'm going to start with uh, Solengar. Okay. 
last we left you, you were in the um, the end of the sleeping serpent, right? Yes, the other end. The, the yeah. things weren't happening in the good end. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hanging out with my two buddies. There's like 15 people in here. It was a great time. Yeah, and I think we had said this one is almost more of like a like a hostile type situation, as opposed to the other one, which a hostile situation. Uh, I explained that. I was pretty proud. Pretty good. Well pretty done. good. Pretty good. Well yes, done. I think so. Where it's almost like communal, communal like, like bedding and yeah. stuff. Were you sleeping there, or what was it? Or were you just uh, getting this follower? <laughs> I think I probably ended up sleeping there. Yeah, I can't imagine that, like, it's a bad which is infinitely better than some guards had for however many months we've been on the road. Oh, yeah. Through this horrible swamp, so this is yeah. way better. Were you, um, how was your hit point situation? It was at 11, so I guess I'll go up to a full 13. Yeah, I think it definitely counts as, like, a, a good healing situation. I forget the exact rules, but... I only had to heal two points, so... Well, we got to make sure you get. That's fine. <laughs> and you don't have any conditions either, right? You were the only one. Um. Yeah, I don't think I had anything going on with me. I think I was just being great, having a good time. Oh, as a wizard, you get to redo your spells too, if you if you oh, wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to do that. But um. Anyway, we can go on with anything else that's happening. If you just go right to sleep, you have like an uneventful night, but pretty quickly you realize that both Quan and Caster. Never came. Never, nowhere, never showed yeah, up. Nowhere to be seen. So I like go over to the other place. I mean, well, yeah, because I, I thought they were going to sleep there. Because I was like, I'm leaving, guys. I mean, you guys can stay. I've been told to leave. I'm going to. And I just kind of left them to their own devices. So I guess I'll go mm -hmm. back over there to see, like, to meet up with them. Because I don't even know what they're missing at this point. Yeah. And are you bringing um, the knight with you, too? Have yeah, you well, because I, I wanted to meet a... Uh, I mean, Castor. I feel it was like, you and Castor will get along great, probably. So I'm going to go to the other bar and see what's happening. Yeah, so it's still the morning there, but there's a couple people in the, uh, like one of these tables, very small halfling. At the, oh, at the end of the Golden Grain? <clears throat> uh, yes. Yes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so the halfling's still here. Say good morning to him. He was kind of friendly last time, I think. Yeah, and what's the other guy? Ostler. Something like that. Something ridiculous. Like his last name was crazy or something. Ostler Kankershank. Yeah, yeah that Kankershank. was yeah, Kankershank. Yeah. I remember that. What a name. What a name, right? played by John Goodman. Yes. The bartender, right? And he's missing an eye. I remember some things. Yeah, maybe actually when you come in, that short guy in the robes and everything kind of just leaves and goes into the back, like a back room. <clears throat> like employees only, but... That's weird. It's weird. It's weird. This little patron's just going around. Well, uh, hey. Hey. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm uh, looking for uh, my two friends. They're here last night, Quan uh, and uh, Caster. They stayed with you. Last I left, they were just getting food. Oh yeah, them, them two. They uh, that that one guy with the the one arm man. He had uh, quite a lot to drink. I think they might have just gone out somewhere else. They might have left town or something. I don't they didn't actually uh, stay. End up staying here. Maybe they uh, went to that the other place, the the sleepy. Serpent or something, I don't know. The place with the terrible drinks. Did you give them their money back? Um, you know, I, I'm not sure. I, I might have to check those. The, I don't the believe, I don't believe this man at this point. This man was real tight with my money. I had to fight him for it. <laughs> There's no way he didn't remember if you gave him their money back or not. Yeah, That's sure. not right. Are you, are you studying this person? Yeah, I'm going to study this guy. I'm going to roll a solid snake eyes, though. 
Alright, actually I rolled, uh, what is this? Plus what? Uh, wisdom, I believe. I was about to say sagacious, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a different game. That's a different game. Alright, then I rolled a nine. Nine, that's pretty good. So, you get to... Um, I have a lot of papers. Ask one question in that case from that list. Um, I guess... Maybe what here is not as it appears, maybe? Uh, um, okay, perfect. So, first of all, that um, halfling... Oh, who we, we described has, like, antennas in this world? Yeah, like, the halflings have little antennas and... And they're really good jumpers. <laughs> yeah. They're really agile That's is what, what I said, right? Halflings are in, in this world. Precious little jumping means. But just to refresh everybody's memory, he's got, like, really fine robes, kind of like a... And he has, like, a really nice horse or something outside, right? Yeah. It kind of, uh, to bring more attention to it, that he's going to the staff room is kind of strange. Especially since this is kind of, like, a pretty out-of-the-way village of, like... Swamp people, yeah. This rich guy is on staff somehow. That doesn't make sense. And also, this guy, more importantly, maybe the guy that is that was at the table that he left, which is like a regular human guy. You actually kind of look at him a second time, and you actually kind of recognize him. You can't quite remember where for a second, but then you're like, oh, you know what? That was that archer. If you remember, that was uh, in the woods that was hanging out with that ogre. And ran away. Oh, no, I didn't remember that archers. at all. I didn't remember that, not one bit. The, the little guy who went in the back? No, the, the guy that's still at the table. The, guy, uh, the little guy was sitting with somebody at the table, and it was one of the bandits we met. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to say, I think I brought Mr. Edric with me. I wanted to introduce him to my friend, so I would, no reason I wouldn't bring him with me, right? Yeah. Well, he sees evil, right? What does he see in this place? I'm like, hey, Edric, I see that, that guy at that table. I think he, I think he accosted me like on the road here trying to get some kind of money from me. Yeah, that probably makes sense. You know, I don't really like this bar of the two. They, their price are really expensive. <laughs> that's, that's not what I mean. I mean. <laughs> and as, as he kind of like leans in to uh, like whisper this to you, you, you can tell he's just like really hungover, just on his breath. Yeah. Seems right. Just smell it like the ale or whatever. Yeah. That's that's not what I mean. I mean, like, he's a bandit. It's like, yeah. It's highway robbery at these prices. It's like almost double. God damn it, man. I love it. God damn it, man. All right, barkeep. My friend here, and I'm going to pat Sir Edric on the back. My friend here. It's like clang. <laughs> clang. It's like a big yeah. bell. <laughs> I feel, too, like his armor is just like ridiculous, like uh, stereotypical. He's got like a cape and everything. <laughs> it's probably like just like sun bleached. I was going to yeah. say, is it, all, is it all shiny or is it all fucked up? Yeah, I feel it's like worse for wear, but he's just probably slept in it, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. Uh, Barky, my friend here, uh, I think he has a problem. That little, uh, little halfling guy that ran into the back. My friend says he recognizes him not from a good part of town. Who is that? I'm like elbow Edric to make him not say anything. He almost falls over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tinkershank is just like, uh, he kind of gives you a, a look with his good eye. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, that's, uh, one of my, uh, cousins. From the city. Your cousin? On my mom's side. Your mom's a halfling? Adopted. 
Your adopted mom is a halfling? It's like, who here's adopted and who isn't? Listen, I don't, I don't need to be going through my family tree here. <laughs> if you want a drink or not, you got some eggs on the grill. Actually, I think I really need to find out who this guy is. I gotta... Sir, you need to let me into the kitchen. <laughs> I'm the health inspector. <laughs> I'm Larry the cable guy health inspector. <laughs> I need to see your kid. I need to... That's all. It's definitely a standoff, which I think yes. is the perfect time to go over to uh, Caster waking up. So, yeah, I think you just wake up in this, like, cage, maybe like half the size of this table, so... It's a cage like like the size of a kennel for like a big dog. Yeah, exactly. It, and it's like a wiry, like wire fit cage kind of thing. Yeah. And it had been like a poison or like a knockout kind of a yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. So he probably wakes up pretty groggy. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't wake up like with a sudden jolt. Right. Or does he? I don't know. Or was it the best? If he does, if he does, he bangs yeah. his head on the top, so I mean. Yeah, that is that is what happens. He wakes up with a sudden jolt and just whacks his face. On the uh, on the inside of the cage, which he had that cut on his nose from before, so it just immediately mm-hmm. starts bleeding again. <laughs> you know, this man's face has never <laughs> yeah. stopped bleeding. By yeah, the way, so he, he wakes up, he's like, Bum! and he whacks his head on the thing. Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah. and he like looks around <laughs> in this weird situation. And I think his immediate first response is to kind of like shake or beat or kick at this thing. Yeah. It's like not overly strong too, especially with your your might. You can. Mm-hmm. It's probably like moving a little bit or like denting, you know. Okay. Oh, you realize you're being dragged too. Oh, okay. I don't know if I brought that up. No, no. Well, I, yeah, didn't. the odds are he didn't notice it. Yeah. When when you start kicking, that stops, mm-hmm. and um, from the shadows or something. Mm-hmm. Not the person that was dragging it, but this other person. Um, would you please stop that? And it's Bertram Beeswell, uh, the little guy. Uh, who's? And I had met him, right? And, like, kind of chatted with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had gotten drunk with him. Yeah. yeah, you got drunk with him over the course of a day. Yeah. You didn't even ask his name. Right. Oh, yeah. I did I ask his name? <laughs> no. Not until, okay. like, the very end. Yeah. Wait, what was your name again? Evil McEvilston. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, are you, what are you doing here? Just be quiet. You're just being moved to a better place. Who's, mo- who's moving me? I think you can just look up and you can see that it's, um... That chef guy whose uh-huh. face you mangled, bashed up, good. <laughs> uh, Dog Root was his name. Oh, nice. Ooh. I think he just kind of like holds his head for a minute because he just has like a screaming migraine hangover mm-hmm. from partially from the drinking, but also mostly from the poisoning. Yeah, this Bertram guy has this uh, this wand that he takes out of his robes that's mm-hmm. like glowing a bit. Don't try anything interesting. You won't like what comes out of my wand. Oh my god, so. Ooh. <laughs> It was already um, enough problem to get your friend down to the well to keep safe. You're quite heavier to get downstairs, I will say. My friend? You mean, you mean him? And he's going to try to point in a direction and distract this guy and burst out of the cage. (laughs) (laughs) That guy? That guy behind you? Yeah. The one behind you? I'm going to try to do that number. I love it. Uh, Okay. Perfect. Um, and if you just say he doesn't fall for it, the caster still tries to burst out of the thing. <laughs> Even if it's like, yeah, don't do that. Don't pull that shit on me. Uh, I'll say, uh, maybe they just stop dragging you in there. It's like, you're in this place now. Okay. And, uh... Well, are they dragging me through town? Am I out of town? No, you're, I... you're like, it, underground, you can tell. Oh, damn. And you're basically, like, in a cellar. Hmm. 
Maybe there's even, like, on the far side of this room, you can see, like, those big, like, wine barrels and such. Okay. And there's uh, another person You're in this cage. You're going to cast me. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's another person, like, another cage next to you. Mm-hmm. That is probably... Also being dragged? No. Oh. This is, like, they've drugged you to this other gotcha. cage. Gotcha. Okay. This is, like, the storage room of prisoners. Mm-hmm. There might be, like, two or three other empty cages. The other cage has got someone. So, actually, what does Kazair look like? <laughs> actually, maybe a Great. yeah. Maybe this might um, influence how you look. Maybe you should do this first. You can read the hopefully my handwriting. You weren't looking forward to staying in Orlane, so you of course went to the bar before telling the Lord Mayor you were here. A few drinks later, and you wake up in a cage. You really need to stop working alone. Lucky for you, an ogre couple, Bogrosh and Lubash, took a liking to you and convinced the other bad guys to hold off on. Shipping you off to some lady. How did you endear yourself to them? Roll plus charisma to see how much they like me. Yeah, was, when you said, oh, how important is charisma? I was really like, it's going to be important later. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. That's going to matter. Got eight. Got eight. Eight total? Yes. Plus your charisma? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a plus one charisma. My plus two is in dex. Because yeah, makes sense. I'm an expert swordsman. A dexpert. On <laughs> showtime. Dexpert. <laughs> so, pick two. Uh, Bagrash and Lubash have been kind. You have full HP and no conditions marked. They told you where they stashed your stuff. You've convinced them you aren't a threat. Take plus one forward to act against them. They've told you some details about who's in charge and what's going on. Hmm. If I don't choose full HD and no, full HP and no conditions, I'm assuming I'm going to be right. pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harsh. You'll be some amount of messed up. Okay. Um, well, I think I'm the kind of guy who thinks he can, and usually does, figure stuff out along the way. So... I will choose that they've been kind to me because I'm a charismatic, nice guy. And they told me where they stashed my stuff. Nice. Because I really like my stuff. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. It's what little I have. Mm-hmm. But it's good stuff. <clears throat> it's important to me. It's got sentimental value. You'd understand. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, um, you're in this scene now, too. There's a big drug, this other guy, and you can't really see who it is, probably, but although you might hear him his voice might sound familiar although hungover mm-hmm. perhaps okay are there um, other people oh yeah that are actually in the cages or yeah. is it just me and the filled ones yeah that's a good point so you actually know a little bit more about what's going on um you guys are in this like cellar under the tavern and there's this uh which one the golden mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. the golden, golden grain. grain okay this ogre is kind of in charge of kind of keeping you here is it like the one guard? of the yeah uh, Bagrash or Lubash yeah it's not Lubash well as far as as far as uh, Kazair knows it's maybe both of those yeah because Lubash would have only been killed like uh, two days ago yes Lubash like like leaves occasionally but um, Bogrash is the one that's kind of like in charge of you officially I guess okay and there's this big like sliding like secret kind of like wall thing they keep going in and out of is it at the same level as me it's like yeah it's like 
the wall next to you. Or okay. It's like a hidden thing in the cellar. And there's probably like two or three other cages that um, are empty at the moment. So I've had no one to talk to for a while. Yeah, except for these ogres who, uh, yeah, actually, how did you endear yourself to them? Why do they end up liking you? Great tales of a street urchin youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I can I make a suggestion? Sure. Ogres think dirty jokes are the fucking funniest. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, like what, like among ogres. among ogres, like there's no way to go too blue. Like the mm. dirtier the joke, the way more hilarious. It doesn't even have to be a joke. It just have to be like if you just really described dirty. a porno, they'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> like they just laugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I think it's a combination of like being relatively young and not put off by the fact that they're ogres talking to them like you know they're normal people. Mm-hmm. Um, ogres are people too, sharing, man. Yeah, come on, they're ogre Americans. Uh, <laughs> it's cool sharing drinks with them and stuff. So when the time came that they were. Uh, to ship you. Yeah, grabbing me. It was kind of like, ah, oh, so uh, you're grabbing me. And then they were like, yeah, we can do it, you know, a couple different ways. Like, you can be dead, <laughs> maimed. Like, we can just store you here for a bit before mm-hmm. we get enough for a different shipment. And I was like, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> option three, please. <laughs> I'll um, take option three, please. So, yeah, I think just, like, not knowing anybody else here, I was very talkative with them. And uh, apparently, I really know a dirty joke. Or, like, <laughs> nine. <laughs> Maybe even more than ten. I only know nine. Fuck. They come back here. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, a, a couple things then you've add to your reconnoid- re- reconnaissance. There we go. Um, (laughs) of the last week or so is that um, the two ogres and most of these other people that are part of this club or something going on these bad dudes the bad dude club okay oh they're just called the handsome men I guess you can figure that out too the handsome men they do not like this halfling that's hanging out here who uh, you just saw was like in charge of this he just threatened this other person in this cage Um, and he's been in and out a little bit but these people do not seem to like him very much at all, especially the two ogres. Okay. Another thing is, they're supposed to be getting prisoners and then shipping them off to this lady. You don't really know who it is. Okay. And um, they took your stuff. They're supposed to put it in like a taking all loot. The, yeah, all the loot that they take off these kidnapped people. But the uh, ogres, for whatever reason, they're like, "Oh, maybe I'm gonna keep this in my room downstairs." So it's probably, like, in that room. Okay, maybe I convinced them that it was, like, much more awesome yeah. than it really was. Okay. Like, maybe they don't need to hear about this. <laughs> All right, cool. That's awesome. Okay, so Castor's being dragged in. Right, and I think I think an additional thing is, you said that the halfling is not from this area. Yeah, I don't think halflings are... Okay. There's any here. So, like, for all the so for all the human, with the exception of the ogres, I feel all the humans probably have like the Orlean like accent. Yeah, many of them, and or like a lot of yeah. So like most are all the natives. Yeah. So most of these humans that you've been encountering, most of the voices you've heard, aside from Lobosh and Bogrosh, aside from Lobosh and Bogrosh, have all had this kind of accent that sounds just like a southerny kind of accent. Then there's this halfling. Mm-hmm. And then you hear, and I feel like it snaps you like to attention. You just you're like the equivalent of a British person. Okay. <laughs> so and I described him. Yeah, and you remember from the, the yeah. previous thing. Yeah, it's Jerome Powell. Is that the actor? Jerome Flynn is the name of that actor. Sure. Okay. But yeah, so I think Castor 
caster says him, and he doesn't. Maybe he points at actually, yeah, uh, Kazair. But Caster's game plan was not that he actually knew that person. His game plan was just behind you. And then, and like I said, nonetheless, he's just going to try to like, he's going to try to like go on his back and just use his feet to kick out of this cage. Sure. Are you trying to bend bars? Yeah, bend bars. And certainly not lift gates, but destroy the shit out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, bend bars when you use pure strength to destroy an inanimate obstacle. Roll plus strength. I got a six, which isn't the best, but six plus two is eight. Oof, oof. Got there. <laughs> yeah. Got there, gentlemen. On a seven to nine, choose two. My options are it doesn't take a very long time. Nothing of value is damaged. It doesn't make an inordinate amount of noise. You can fix the thing again without a lot of effort. Well, two of those I don't give a shit about. <laughs> so um, it doesn't take a very long time and nothing of value is damaged. Mm-hmm. Aside from the cage. Which has sentimental value. Now, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so just essentially someone. you're just making a lot of noise. And I'm just, yeah, he's just I- irreparable. Yeah, he's, he, you cannot fix this thing, really, and he makes a crazy amount of noise. And I don't imagine Castor as, like, kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger, He-Man Strong, where he's just, like, so muscly he can do this. Mm-hmm. I think this comes out of, like, desperation more so than anything else. Like, this is the kind, like, this is the kind of thing if you're just like, damn, I didn't expect that to happen. This guy just, like, ripped this thing open. So, yeah, so he... He's kind of in this cage. He's had his hands down on the floor and figured this is the strongest part of this thing. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of goes onto his back and just uses his le- like his legs, his back, and like a little bit of his arms to just push as much of this thing as possible off and just break out of this. Mm-hmm. Ideally and hopefully scattering as much of this on that halfling as possible. Yeah. It's the noise. That's actually a sound a cage makes when it dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Deborah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's just Bertram and Dogroot down here, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, broke out of there. So what's the plan now? Once he, once he breaks out of there, I mean, uh, Bertram had that wand pointed at him, or like a, a, st- a wand, it seems like. His immediate thing is to just, uh, oh, he's just going to try to grab Bertram and just Break his hand and get that thing out of his hand. Jeez, hmm. is that like a like a hack and slash type deal? Kind of. I mean, if if Bertram can fight back in a physical capacity. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. That's a way better roll. That's boxcars, baby. So nice. can I, can I describe that real quick? Yeah. Well, what, what do you get on the ten plus? But for 10 plus on hack and slash, I mean, uh, when you attack an enemy in melee, roll plus strength on a 10 plus, you deal your damage to the enemy and avoid their attack. Nice. So, my damage is a d10 plus 1. I got a 9 plus 1, so 10. So, 10 damage. So, yeah, so if. Is it cool if I describe how that goes? Um, you actually you one shot this guy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Holy okay. shit, he just explodes. Um, oh, so yeah, so he just, uh, he bursts out of that thing, and I think some of the parts of the cage, like, fall on him, mm-hmm. and then Caster just kind of scrambles up to to Bertram, who, like, tries to whip around, and with Caster's only real arm, he just mm-hmm. grabs the, he grabs the, uh, oh, he, yeah, he, he grabs his forearm, oof, mm-hmm. Uh, like here, like like near the thing, and he uses the the heavy part of his other arm, and he just hits his hand, like, and his hand is just 
destroyed. It's and like harpooning him. Yeah, and he's just, and I think Bertram, he just drops the thing as his hand is like just, it's not cut in half, but it's like, it's just crushed at yeah. the, like between the, the forearm and the, the wrist mm-hmm. and just crushed and he just blacks out. Mm-hmm. And so Bertram's just like, go. He yeah. just drops to the floor, and then Caster kind of just turns to that uh, turns to that other guy. Yeah. Oh, I love your arm power. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're never a disarm. <laughs> like you're always armed. I mean, with the pun involved. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, he probably doesn't have a sword. But what, what's what do you think the equivalent weapon that he's going to pull out would be? It's like a little club. Yeah, like a billy club kind yeah, of deal. Makes sense. Yeah. He's yeah. just knocking out unarmed prisoners, like. Mm-hmm. Also, remember his face was like crushed. Oh yeah, like, that's right. Boiling stew, <laughs> yeah. so it's still like all red, like uh, cut up and like pussy. Probably, mm-hmm. it's got like a ha- like a two face situation going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as bad. There's potatoes Jeez. in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so he, so he pulls out this club. Really, Mike? Oh yeah, he, I think he's going after you for sure. Okay. He, I think he just kind of like tackles you. What's oh sure. Did you give me a I've got a recipe for this. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. That counts. So I think he's just going to do damage to you, but you're going to be able to attack back soon. But if you could roll a d6 for me. Sure. Got a two. Two damage. Uh, am I wearing armor or no? Um, I don't think they stripped you or anything, so probably then, armor. Then that's no damage. Yeah, so it just... What kind of armor are you wearing? Like chainmail or something? I think it's the equivalent of chainmail. Yeah. I think it's chainmail. See, maybe he has, just, like, he nor- well, he normally has a shield with him. So, oh. chainmail and a shield. So, I don't think he has a shield. Should I continue to. Okay, well. Okay. So, it's up to you. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, he attacked. So, they're just wrestling on the ground. Oh, that yeah, kind of okay. thing. Like, he tackles him, and it's just two dudes kind of like wrestling with each other. <clears throat> yeah. Because, what's going on with you? you? Maybe this is like they wrestle into a Near perfect right. view of what's going on now. And there's no doubt in your mind this is um, Caster now. Okay. Um, well, I think I will assess my surroundings, <laughs> and I'll get to what I'll say to Caster once I've either successfully or unsuccessfully done that. So you're going for one of your class moves, or just turn me on? Yeah, so it's oh, cool. uh, part of Resourceful. Oh, nice. What's that? It says when you size... It has a couple things, but this part is when you size up your opponent or assess your surroundings during a conflict, roll plus dex... On a ten plus, uh, you like you hold, so it's like a resource mm-hmm. thing, and then I can like do swashbuckly things with nice. those resources. So I will do that. Okay, Ooh, I got natural eight, a ten, ten with my decks. So on a ten plus, I hold three. Um, use use your decks to figure out your surroundings. Yep, interesting. Because I'm resourceful. Uh, so I just start like touching everything. I yes. Aha. Real blind party member. Yeah, exactly. And so then um, I can spend it. I don't know if I would spend it in the same. You can spend it like yeah, whenever, spend it whenever, basically. Whenever at the same time. Um, so whenever it makes sense. But my so my idea would be distract. Uh, one of the options is distract or impede your foe. You or an ally takes plus one forward against them. Oh, nice! So that I'm going to try to do some sort of distraction for the uh, cook guy. Which would I know that guy? Has he been wheeling on other prisoners? Like what I've seen him before? I mean, yeah, the two face situation is very different. But uh, yeah, he's, new. he's one of the uh, 
one of the other handsome men. Though how handsome is he now? <laughs> Harsh. But yeah, um, I think he was like like the only one who has any kind of barely skills at cooking or something, and not much to that. Okay. And, but he's mostly just really a thug. Okay. Um, well then, I think so. We're in a cellar, right? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, is it like mostly wood? Is it like there's dirt underneath? Yeah, I think it's like a dirt floor. Okay. Um, were you gonna say something, Austin? What, what if you tried to mimic one of the ogre's voices and yell at this guy? Or do you think that's not your style? No, I don't think that's my uh, style in this circumstance, at least. I think instead I'm gonna go more for like the pocket sand, um, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just gonna throw like a dirt clod at him or something. Oh um, yeah, I love that. Not like that it would hurt him or anything, uh, but just as a distraction. Well, it might hurt if it gets in his nasty face. Oh, yeah. And so, and you just get to spend a hole to do that, right? Yeah. Awesome. And uh, and so my goal is to use that to give a caster plus one forward yeah. against him. So I think that, that just totally goes off then. Exactly okay. like you said. Cool. So uh, I'll say something. I'm trying to think of something witty that I could say. <laughs> like, use dirt in your eye. your <laughs> dirty tricks. That's good. Suck on this dirt, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you are clever. It's just vulgar. <laughs> you are grounded. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's from the ground. Maybe if like it gets in his mouth, I'm like, tastes better than the crap you make. Uh, Ooh. Oof. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> You're really getting nice. emotionally there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the, the dirt didn't affect him. He's like, I thought I was good at cooking. <laughs> his good eyes start tearing up. Yeah. <laughs> but, so um, as he's as he's thoroughly distracted, let's go back upstairs because <laughs> you you and your your NPC uh yeah. train conga line um, <laughs> like. There's no question about, like, there's oh, a the huge, noise. terrible yeah. thing going on directly <laughs> under you. Yeah. <laughs> like, explosion yeah. of metal breaking, breaking metal and a human, like, a humanoid shriek of pain. Yeah. And I think that guy from the, the table kind of stands up in, um, maybe he was wearing, like, a cloak or something, but as he stands up, you can realize, you can see pretty clearly he's wearing, like, the leather armor that he was wearing in the forest, and he's probably, like, armed and everything. And, what, what the hell? Um, As you were having the standoff, I'm like, I'm the health inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Let me into your kitchen. Um, I, I think he's just going to, um, Kanger Shang is just going to be like, all right, that's it. We're closed. Come on back tomorrow. I'll give you a coupon. Uh, this is going to be. <laughs> so this is something that uh, my character didn't see, but I as a person did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Selengar is going to use a little bit of magic. And I remember there's a bolt on the door and I'm going to be like, Yes, sir. You are close. And he's going to do a little bit of magic, mm-hmm. and the door's going to yeah. swing closed, and the bolt's going to shut. Mm-hmm. Nice. What, gonna, is that prestidigitation? Yeah, that's just like I can't trip. I just. Very suave. I like it. Just going to do it just for effect. Yeah, okay. I'm fine with that. I don't think you. If you're just doing it for effect, I think you could get away with doing that. Seems good. And then, uh. I think I'm going to have me and my follower train uh, fight these friends. We're gonna, we're gonna do some damage. Although how followers work is a little weird. Yeah, and this is the the different rules. Oh, really? Game. Yeah. Yeah. So they they doesn't, it doesn't work where they just boost things. They um, do. It's, a, it's a little more involved, but not not too much. But I think yeah. A little more interesting. I just want to at least try it out. Yeah. 
But so I think if they hack and slash with you, they can add their damage die, right? So if they hack and slash with me, we both roll our damage die and we take the higher number, actually. Yeah. I, as a small little dude, am not <laughs> going to be hacking and slashing. Mm-hmm. But I think you can order them. To I think, yeah, right? that's what I was thinking about doing. I've seen, so they can, I have two different moves here that I can do with followers. I can either order them to do something. So if I order them to do something dangerous, degrading, or contrary to their instinct, I roll with what's called plus loyalty, so how much they like me. Um, and if I want them to do their own thing, when a follower does something chancy within the scope of their tags or moves, I do a different roll. But I think. I mean, Sir Edric is a warrior, so that kind of makes sense. I don't know which mm-hmm. is more right. Probably that, right? Yeah. Fight yeah. somebody? I think that makes sense. If, All uh, right. You're like, defend me, knight. <laughs> defend me, sir, knight? And he's yeah. like, what? What's happening here? Because like, still... You're speaking very loud. <laughs> <laughs> what was that horrible noise? Stop your loud speech. Someone have uh, Sir Edric the Bloodhound. Um, so wait, do you roll with loyalty, then? I roll with quality, which is the same number for him. So, because I'm going to have him be a warrior. That is a seven, so it's an eight. So, on a seven and nine, they do it, but there's an unforeseen cost, consequence, or limitation. I mean, he is drunk, though. That seems like a good one. The idea is that you just want to kind of attack. Um, yeah, I want him, I want him to. Actually, I kind of want this guy to take care of the. Uh, Archer mm-hmm. at the door. Mm-hmm. I lock the door behind the archer, and so you can go beat him up. Okay, that makes sense. So I think the uh, consequence here is that he is going to um, almost be in like melee with this guy. So he's the uh, this he archer guy is like um, off the table. He's not a danger to you. He's going to be uh, preoccupied. Oh, but Edric is as well. Right. Okay, I get you. Yeah. Seems good to me. Yeah, I don't like arrows on my back. Who does? Yeah, I mean, come on. I will remind you too, like that um, the halfling ran down into that employees only yeah. door. Actually, there's a floor plan, I guess. Oh, there's a whole I didn't floor think we would need to use that, but this is the bar and this is the door that that guy went down. Okay, I think I just have to like take care of Kankershank. I mean Do it. You would you would attack John Goodman? Mm-hmm. Unless I America's convince, unless I convince John Goodman to just not. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna cast magic missile at him, I guess. I'm a little magician, that's what I do. Yeah. I'm magic missile, guys. Do it. Alright. Come on. Ooh. As a solid snake eyes. Oh. Ooh. Not, not so solid. It's a four. Mm. I so, thought like I was gonna explode or something, I don't know. So, like, what kind of thing are you tapping into to kind of unleash this magic missile power? Like, where does it come from? What's like the arcane secret of magic missile? It's the arcane secret of magic missile. I think that there is. I think we're just gonna go with like there's just ley lines of power like everywhere, and you. Magic missile is literally redirecting a ley line to like hit somebody. Oh. Like cool. you like trying to move it to intersect with somebody in like a violent way because it as soon as it moves off its like normal path, it wants to get back and so it'll hurt anything it's like moved through. Mm, I love cool. That's interesting. Thank you. Nice. I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this goes like wildly out of control, then, right? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like the magic's just 
way too much. You do get an experience point. Yes, I marked it. Thank gotcha. you. Um, you said it was like green energy before. Yeah. So it's like this almost like terrifying like walls of these like, you know, like green arcane energy just like splitting the uh, building like various like forks and stuff. Oh jeez. And so it's just like the building's like unstable now. Yeah, and I think like, it's yeah, maybe it's like in three pieces. Like from where you meant to hit, maybe it's like spread out in three different directions. And it's a two story place too, so I think hopefully there's no one important sleeping upstairs or anything. <laughs> but you guys downstairs, you guys see this like maybe this wall of like destructive energy just like flash through you guys. Yeah. Well um, which one of these two do you like better? I mean, I did decide to stick with Caster instead of heading to the city with uh, And you doesn't even know that I'm here. Yeah, I don't even know this guy's here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a medicine. So you want to go with Caster? Yeah, I'm going to go with Caster. Then uh, take uh, your own damage die. Oof. How are you? I gotta make this roll. Oof, you do see. What do I get? It's a two. Two. It's magical. I assume it's the yeah, armor, armor piercing. Yeah. This is some magic nonsense that I'm throwing about over here. And I think just to uh, help things along too, that it goes like right through um, Kazair's cage, kind of, just almost like a can opener, like slices an end off, and now <laughs> you're free as well. What's the plan now? So, oh, you're distracted. This guy's very distracted now. Do you want to? Where you? Do you want to take this uh, hack and slash that you were setting up? Yeah, he's just gonna try to get the upper player. hand in this wrestling match with uh, dog dogwood, dog root, dog root. He's dog roots, my brother. Dog roots. I got only a seven. Only a seven. <laughs> I didn't even know my well, did you add plus one forward? Yeah. Distracted. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, in that case, what did you guys do? Damage to each other? Yes. I only rolled a three plus one is four. Mm-hmm. And then he, he rolled six. Two. Oh, yeah. So he like just whacks into like the like breastplate with this club. I think as they're wrestling each other, like, how brutal do you want this to be? Sure. But he's still alive. Okay. Oh, I think he, like, tried to, like, push uh, with one of his hands, like, push Caster's head away or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Caster uh, bit off one of his fingers. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he just, like, there's just, like, this really violent, like, struggle between these two men. Nice. And, yeah, so, like, his finger got in his mouth and Caster just bit it off. What? So, these two people like bloody on the floor. There's all these energy walls. They're kind of like songs. fading now, but they were. Yeah. It's like a an intense like. I always imagine thing. yeah, like 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 lightsabers went. <laughs> yeah. Like whoa, what the fuck happened? And now there's like a huge fissure that you can kind of like see like the, the sky. Yeah. You can see like up through the building. You're like, Ooh, you would have had an orgasm. And you can probably hear that there's some kind of commotion going upstairs at this point too. What's your I'm gonna, as I'm like dexterously like hauling myself out of the cage, I'll be like, I bet that tastes better than this food too. shade of this poor gook. So then, are you guys still like entangled? Yeah, we're still like rolling around with each other. I feel on the on the ground. You're mm-hmm. a master swordsman. You can probably just yeah, but I don't have a sword. That's true. That's true. I'm gonna buckle a swash. I mean, I'll buckle this In the cellar, they it's probably not well organized too. So it's probably like random debris everywhere. There are these like cake-sized barrels. 
Oh, I guess he blew up the cage. Oh, it was oh, like yeah. wire. It wasn't like really hard steel or anything. You can stab a man with that. I mean, I'm not worried about the physics. All right, <laughs> then. I did just explode a house using like, light weirdness, so <laughs> it's probably fine. Um, okay, then I will grab a piece of that, I don't know, let's call it like rebar-esque oh, yeah. material. Yeah, especially since part of the building blew up. Oh yeah, I guess like the crap too. Melted. And I will let's see, can I call it a one-handed blade or quarter staff? Would it count? I mean Maybe what a is a quarter staff other than sure. just a piece of something? Why not? Okay. Really um, then I will use deft technique. My attacks as I am deft. Um, Alright, so yeah. Let's just roll like normal and plus dex. You're going after up. Yeah, yeah so running up dog root and going after dog root. Trying to whack him in the head so he's not famous. Or stab. Alright, stab is fine, I guess, guys. If that's how you're rolling. Ooh, you good. Stab uh, is real cool. 12 plus 2. I got a 14. Ooh, barely got it. <laughs> 10 plus, I choose 2. I evade his clumsy blows and take no damage, and I strike true. So I think it's, it should say somewhere on there. I think yours is a D8. And let's see. Can I spend this hold like at any time? Yeah, the hold from the, the other thing? Yeah. The other thing. Okay, so I have three, so I got two left. So two left. So I'm going to spend one to make it dirty fighting. Um, so maybe I like kick him in the nose or something. And, uh, oh, is that one of the boxes you can check? One, so dirty fighting is something I got because I have I was oh, gotcha. brought okay. up on the mean streets, so That's it's like cool. a, an additional thing, which allows me to spend one hold to take plus one d6 damage forward. Um, yeah, so a d8 plus a d6. Yep. So uh, a d8, so that's a five. That six is I think what a one. What is that? Amber is the real one. Yeah, so six damage, and so I think what I'm doing here is I'm like kicking up some dirt and like getting sand in his face and stuff, um, or dirt or whatever. So uh, um, I will say this okay. is what kills him. So working out. Okay, <laughs> okay. so so I'm doing that, and he's kind of like this because mm-hmm. I got crap in his face with only nine fingers though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then I just take the rebar and just like slam it right into his. If he's doing I'm thinking this. maybe mouth. If, uh, if that's worse. what's going on. I agree. <laughs> Y'all are it so is. brutal. So, I'm just up here like having a good time and so, <laughs> straight actual murder happening. So he's doing game fit and HBO show very <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, ah, and I'm just like, shoom, right in the mouth. Or you going to make another what you food. Uh, <laughs> uh, how's this for a last meal? Oh, oh my god! Amazing. Right in the mouth, and then I'll like salute Caster um, on the side there as we've like hideously maimed and yeah. killed this man. I think Caster is uh, once once this guy is like off of him, and he's kind of like, <sighs> and he looks around for a second, and then he gets worried that he swallowed that finger. <laughs> Did you swallow it? Uh, I think he doesn't find it. <laughs> He's worried. <laughs> yeah, and then through the um, fissures in the ceiling, you can see that um, 
Simulgar's up here having some problems. Well, let's go back to these problems. Problems. It's overstating it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think now Gangershank is uh, probably uh, like over the bar now. He probably just bounded over. Yeah. I'm like, how would John? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> have a John given out over there. Probably not bounding out. <laughs> and um, he actually, oh, maybe he brings like this long sword up from like under the bar as he goes. And he's going to just, I mean, slice you in half. Oh, unless you want to do something. He's not getting fancy. Mm-hmm. That's my grade. Um, well, Broadway's going to have to, uh, I don't know, a whole lot of like options here. In terms of magical abilities other than just using magic missile again, sadly. And the low-level wizard that has like two spells, and I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, do I want to telepathically talk to this enemy, or do I want to <laughs> shoot a light magic missile at him? Yeah. Probably number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I mean. Not the telepathically. <laughs> um, uh, just uh, hack and slash. Yeah, it's hack and slash. I'm sure it'll be fine with your negative one strength. No, not hacking slash. Yes, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to. So I can. I can actually. I do have Ren who wants me to be my apprentice, and so I can uh, give her a little crash course on how to. Uh, after she just saw me like completely fuck up a spell and like mm-hmm. almost destroy the I'm like, all right. She's so like, that's what not to do. No, she was like, what do you mean? That was incredible. Yeah, but you see, he's still alive. So this is what we're supposed to do. And so I'm going to... She's going to help me make a move that calls for a roll. So I get a plus one, but she's exposed to the dangers of the magic. Okay, yeah. cut her in half. Oh, fuck. oh no. So but she, get to, she gets to add to your roll, I think, right? <laughs> boy, boy. She has one, so I'm at six. So I rolled a three. You're doing good at leveling up, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jeez. Bye. I'd rather run dead by. Yeah, so I think what actually happens is that um, he kind of rushes you and you're kind of... Um, <laughs> I'm, using, oh. I'm using this as a teaching moment. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, this is what you do. And uh, <laughs> he kind of just, I think, grabs her by, like, maybe, like, the back of her, like, her hair or something, puts that long sword up to her, th- her throat. He's like, you get the fuck out of my tavern. <laughs> and well, that's not great. what are you guys, are you guys coming up? Or are you, what are you oh, yeah. To? I'm very acrobatic, so I'm like... yeah. Like spider, spider monkey. He's literally actually Spider Man. My way up there. Okay, I think I think because uh, because their heads up. Should I help? Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Caster, Caster's like slower to to get up. Um, oh, but you don't have your stuff. No, so uh, I'm just kind of mm-hmm. just heading up. Yeah, so I, oh, are you I, shimming up through the fissure? Yeah. Oh, that's even uh, cooler. I, I didn't even get, way get that. Cool. That is way cooler. Yeah, so I, but I can like try to help you up or something. Oh, I think I think Caster sees him do that and he's like, oh fuck. And he just tries to go for the steps. <laughs> okay. so, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Not doing that. So I think you're you're on the scene. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So so the scene is knight fighting archer. Yep. Kind in of the back. Kind mm-hmm. of yeah. several feet away, or maybe more than several feet. Maybe like several yards away or something. Yeah. And he, yeah. that other guy has like a sword too. They're kind of like maybe there's like they're throwing tables over and stuff, and they're having like their own little oh, like door. action movie in the corner. Okay, and then we've got Sill, yep. who, who I'm only seeing now for the first time like, yeah. since well, I'm hey, here. And then, some and then I'm lady. like, oh, that explains the crazy magic. And then some lady you don't know. Yeah, and then some lady I don't know has a sword to her neck. Yeah, and, and she looks, by the way, she looks very young. I don't know if we said this to you, but she looks like 14, 15. Okay, so she looks like very, a very short person. She's very that small. seems pretty messed up. Yeah, and then the guy is like, 
throwing eye daggers at you, so I'm like, okay, probably that's a bad guy. Not the right. childlike <laughs> not the not child. person that he's holding. Oh, and this guy, he's like a large man with an eye patch. Like, you know, this is kind of like the, at least the head of the tavern, but not the head of the, uh, handsome man. the handsome man. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, and I would, would he, has he seen me already? I'm assuming the bar keep dude. Oh yeah. Just sure. for the, me being a prisoner and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, when he gets stuff in the cellar, he probably just comes over and like kicks your cage and like spits on you or something. Fun. Wow. Maybe the ogres like chase him off. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Don't touch my pet. <laughs> Do I still have the rebar? No, nah, I imagine scampering up required both hands. So you looked in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did <laughs> That's what, yeah. in his mouth. Probably That's better than awful. That <laughs> is the worst. Um, okay, work, do I have... So I'm curious. Do I have, like, my clothes on still? Not, like, am I naked, but, like, <laughs> did they take my clothes and stuff entirely? Oh, did you pick, like, the weighted? Yeah, so yeah, I've got a weighted hat yeah, and I'm, boots. I'm fine with that, because okay. that option was really cool. <laughs> it was too cool to pass up. I was like, man, yeah. there's some really great stuff here with some armor, but I was like, nah. Like Goku style? Yeah. Like, but, well, but, like, but like uh, you know, damaging, potentially. Uh, okay. Think of it as, like, the, is it Kung Fu Hustle, where the guy has, like, the bladed hat? Yeah. That throws. Really That's Mortal Kombat. I know, I know that. I just think he's Goldfinger with Odd Job. There's a lot of yeah. bladed hacks. I was also yeah. thinking of that horror movie Wild Wild West with uh, what's his name? Will Smith. Will Smith. Smith and Kevin and the, there's something bladed in that oh, that you know flies what? around. It's it a cowboy hat. That movie. I don't know. Like I don't know how heavy it would be. I don't know. I'm not going to think about enough that to hurt somebody. Seventy nine pounds. <laughs> well, I'm not throwing Jesus. that because Air has an extremely <laughs> buff neck. <laughs> <laughs> this neck is just huge, or an incredibly damaged neck. <laughs> um, so the right angle. Yeah. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> See, you're, you're um, tossing this hat. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I don't know. Am I like in the middle of them or like? I think you're counting kind of near like the edge. Yeah. So dramatically, you could be like uh, behind him. Yeah, you, you can, can be like, like behind jump him, on him, and you should be like. Hit him right in the, right in the back. Uh, I don't want to be behind, but I also don't want to risk the life of this person when I'm doing something. Yeah, please, that'd be great, I think. Yeah. Okay, so I'm behind him. So I've scampered up behind him. Sure. And, like, you and I have seen each other, and you're kind of like, what? What? Um, and, I'm, and I'm also oh, like, man. but I see that this <laughs> dude. Like, you came out of this cavern I created with my spell. <laughs> cool. <laughs> my magic is that powerful? <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, yeah, I guess just this guy doesn't see me, and I'm just going to try to just. Hit him in the and back of the head as hard as I can. It? Yeah. Are you, uh, like, wielding it? Uh, I don't want to uh, risk getting that close, so I'm definitely going for a throw. Because yeah. he's got a person so close so behind him. In that case, and, I think it's a volley. Volley, okay. Okay. Well, I was going to say, is the plan of, like, the hat damages him? Like, the hat hurts him yeah. because it's heavy? Okay. Yeah, I didn't the, know the if it was, like, distraction, and then you punch him. No, the plan <laughs> is it's heavy enough that, like, if it hits him in the back of the head, like... He's knocked out okay. or something, mm. or at least like not immediately able gotcha. to do a bunch so of other things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's two d6 in here if you need I do. And do I have anything else fancy going on here? Uh, it's already plus deck, so I don't think you will. Can I use dirty fighting with that That's to deal damage, wild. or would it deal damage? I think you have to use your quarter staff or something. That right, nope. You know? Well, that's not what it says, but like, mm. well, dirty fighting would suggest that, like, you're like actually stuff hand to hand, you know, that I'm dirty, close. I'm just covered in mud. Yeah, you're just <laughs> such a dirty boy. Uh, the you predator know, will never see me. I, <laughs> I guess, get, yeah, I, I, I can know. kind of see that since you're like hitting it from behind and stuff. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, um, that is messed up. Not so, even saying anything, just 
ran the back of the mm-hmm. ran the back of the head. Got eight plus two. Hey, there you go. Where is that? My That's dex. A ten, yeah. two. So ten. Very good. So what's your damage? Yeah, you just deal your damage in that case. Oh yeah. So clear shot. So it doesn't have like a damage stat. So. Your your damage is always so long oh. as you're able to do damage, you mm-hmm. always do eight. But depending on the weapon that you have, it might give you bonuses or that kind of oh, thing. Oh, great. That is a much better simplification mm-hmm. from the d oh, style. This man helps you. Yeah, I also have oh, so you're, oh, you're yeah, you one for dirty fire. Ah. Um, but I want to use this one instead of that one because that one's weird. Yeah, it's true. This one is. That's the Apocalypse World die. It has like stickers on it. So I get four. four. And a three. So seven from a weighted hat. God. <laughs> yeah, you Lord odd job cut his head off. <laughs> Kung Lao Yeah, you, uh, you end up killing this guy with that. What? Oh, can, I, wow. can I throw out a suggestion? Please. You whip this hat at this dude, and he stumbles, and he falls into that chasm. Or whatever. Oh. So he's like, fuck! And he falls into this thing and gets, like, squished or in maybe there. maybe falls on his own sword, even, too. Yeah, like, that's another the, It's like, <laughs> And then he oh, yeah. tumbles right in. And somehow, Ren... It's escapes fine. unscathed yeah, because, that. because I'm that skilled. It's excellent. Yeah, she just like ducks out of the way as he falls down, <laughs> and um, then you come out of the, yeah. like the other room, <laughs> and I, I come out and I see I see that happen, and I immediately look at that knight and that other guy, and I'm like, fuck, which one of these, which one of these guys am I gonna have to fight? I hope it's not this big giant knight. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, uh, do you say anything as you come in, or maybe just that thing distracts it enough? Mm-hmm. This thing, and then um, that night guy, Edric, just like runs that guy through. Jeez. Whew. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Scale and Shadow, a production of This American Dice. Scale and Shadow used the Dungeon World system by Sage Latour and Adam Koval. We drew inspiration from the Dungeon and Dragons modules Against the Cult of the Reptile God by Douglas Niles and The Village of Hamlet by Gary Gygax. The cast was Brandon as Simulgard, the Wizard. Oscar as Quan the Monk, Jacob as Kuzair the Swashbuckler, and of course, Austin as Caster the Fighter. David was the Game Master. Scott provided our intro. Theme song is Mass Extinction by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Please see the show notes for a list of other music used. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend or two. If you really liked it, you could rate, review, or subscribe to This American Dice on your favorite podcatcher or on YouTube. On Fridays, we play short games here. Visit our YouTube channel on Saturdays for a classic campaign and Sundays for a classic one-shot. And, as always, join us next Thursday right here on This American Dice for another episode of Scale and Shadow. See you next time. I'm previously on, previously on this game that I'm not going to say the whole name of because it's quite Something long. about reptiles and gods. Exactly. Jurassic Park. Oh no, it's just <laughs> Jurassic Park. Ah, tricked you. Yeah. Oh no. So Dennis of Nedry. <laughs>